Get ready to get spooky, everybody. Welcome to the One Hour, One Brain Cell Podcast. Got my lights back, everybody. Got oh, you spooky went there normal? for a second. I'm getting blinded. You went back to normal? I, I got spooky. Oh, hey, guess what? We're kicking off the show already. Look at that. Here we go. What? Wait a minute. Yes. Okay, I reserve the right for you to tell me what you just crossed off. Changes color of your lights. <laughs> oh, my. You baited me into that, you loser. <laughs> Damn. All right. Off to a good start, everybody. Welcome to the One Hour One Brain Cell Podcast. You can follow us at OHOBC Pod wherever you get your social media on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, all over the place. The shit posting is really top notch level these days, ladies and gentlemen. Now that I have the access to the Twitter account, it has really gone to 11 out of 10, to be honest. I'm going to change the password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad, bad decision, bad decision by by my co-host Jordan, our residential train tracks enjoyer, to give me the pass the password to the Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, access revoked. Um, estoy con mi amigo Richie, que es muy simpático, pero ahora no somos amigos. Uh, estaré hablando español todo el episodio, así que no puede darme un bingo. Tactical advantage. Take this L. What? What just happened? Where's the subtitles? If I just speak in a foreign language the whole time, you can't get me. That's true. Tactical advantage. I knew you were going to have something planned to try and avoid it because I do have the bingo sheet right here. You see? Do you see these sleeves? There's tricks up them. <laughs> Always. 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 So, yeah, I have the bingo sheet next here to me. It's printed out. Um, It's got this nice color at the top here to tell me that it's because I didn't know what it was. So I had to it says Jordan bingo on it. Now, originally, you can't tell from from this angle, but this was coffee themed in the particular layout I was using. And as you know, I sent you a picture of it and it was all lists of different coffees. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. So just start crossing off. You're like Americano. Gotta go. Gotta go. So uh, we have uh, my bingo sheet here and we'll see how I do. We'll see how I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. Yeah, it's not going to go good for me. So I'm just I'm just going to let you lead. And wherever this goes, this goes. All also right, worth well, mentioning that yes. um, b- before the show, Richie was like, uh, you can't because he threatened in the past to look at and read my bingo board. Mm-hmm. like you know zoom in and he's like can you you can't see what this is right and i was like both of you to assume that i can read your handwriting but um it is printed for the class so we're safe i don't even we're think i safe. could read my own handwriting which is why i didn't handwrite it so remember when you hand wrote notes for the hallmark movie episode yes I mean, you did an admirable job but i i'm still not reassured uh like i said i could not i could not um read it by the way what is your what is your cup say can you show that to the people 
It's dumb juice. <laughs> it's just water, but I felt like we needed something festive, so I turned it into dumb juice. It has a smiley face. Oh my face. gosh. There's a smiley face. It's dumb juice. It's stupid juice. It only takes. I'm actually proud of myself that it only took me four minutes to realize you had written that on there. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, we're going to get through the whole show without him realizing the Easter egg that I put right in front of him. My attention to detail is is way off. All right. Well, I was, was also trying to play it safe because I was like, he's going to have something about my stupid mug or my stupid cup on the ba- I'm overthinking it, but I like, <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the show today, originally we were our theme of the episode was fear, which is why I went full full on dark on you. I was haunted. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But we have to start off with the big breaking news of the week, which is uh, last week, uh, Jordan and I had a terrific time because we were sat down, we were watching this live stream of the Grammy Awards, and we spent an hour and a half getting through a bunch of different awards before it got to our main categories, which featured our beloved our beloved boys, Julian, Phoebe, and Lucy of Boy Genius. And so, of course, we had to show up today wearing our our themed. Um, yeah. Do you want to do, do a little fit check? I can do. Yeah, a we fit can. Check. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yep, there we go. Fit check. Moment for the jackets. There we go. Let me do that. Turn. Uh-huh. It. Can we do that? I need to bend down because I'm too tall. Too tall. There we go. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's we wore that to. Uh, yeah, there's a the shirt. Where's Phoebe's hand? <laughs> no they did they did phoebe's hands so dirty it's in her pocket but you can't tell i'll, I'll stand up in a minute but you can't tell because it looks like they amputated her hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we we decided to wear our our boys trip jackets from when jordan and i saw boy genius at red rocks last summer because congratulations they are three-time Grammy Award-winning boy genius now. So we like to, as we like to call them, Grammy genius. So congratulations to our our three boys for winning the Grammys. They were tied for the second most Grammys won on the night, only beat out by one other person, who is Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> that's fantastic news that's fantastic news and i will say like we were kind of bummed out because we were watching the it's like the pre-telecast or whatever it is um there's a lot of awards that they give out and a bunch of them happen before the live show and we were kind of bummed out because uh phoebe won with SZA for ghost in the machine um on one of the really early categories and we were like oh they're not here like she's not she's not coming to accept the award because they give you a little bit not everybody shows up they give you a little bit of time to like stand up come to the stage if you're there and you want to accept uh and and they weren't there and we were like oh that's a shame like if they win something they won't be there and then when they did there's a good video of them sprinting through the aisles to the stage there's like some ska music playing in the background like (laughs) i thought it was the beetlejuice music at first i was like what is happening this feels like a fever dream uh, and they were sprinting to the stage to accept the award. And not only did they win one, they won three. And every boy got to give a little acceptance speech. They had some of the band there with them, too. So it was, that was super cool. And, I mean, 
other than the crushing disappointment with their little hiatus, which is why I was playing on the train tracks, by the way. It wasn't actually mm-hmm. on the tracks. Disclaimer. <laughs> not, I'm not drinking that much dumb juice, but uh, it was, yeah, that's that's a little crushing, but we got to end on a high note anyway. I should have cut up some of this, some of their speeches because it was terrific, but I don't think uh, neither Jordan nor I would be able to watch them again without without getting a little a little emotional because they were very little, it was very cute. misty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, also anyway. Yeah, so it was it was awesome. Congratulations! They all look great, by the way. They all were wearing the white white suits with the pink carnations on their on their lapels, and and it was and it was terrific. And it was top notch. Congratulations, Phoebe, Lucy, Julian, for uh, taking home your three Grammy awards. And now uh, we await the fallout of of them going back to their solo music. For now, um, is what we're all assuming. So, in case you missed it, Jordan and I were freaking out because of uh, Lucy and Phoebe completely wiping their social media. It is that is going the fallout. Dark. That is what we all should have been afraid of. And I don't think any of us took that seriously. And then all of a sudden, they burned the Library of Alexandria, which is just like all their old photo dumps, all of Lucy's old tweets, which were so funny. There's one. And like, thankfully, people started to go and kind of like, I imagine it's such a bad comparison to make. But I was like, this is how they must have felt in the olden days when they were like archiving stories and things they were like quick we have to write all this down before it goes away forever and there were a bunch of people that were like archiving old tweets or old pictures or whatever it was as like save it before it goes away forever before it disappears uh but one of lucy's old tweets that's my favorite is like uh wop stands for war and peace uh and she was like and i was planning on letting this rot in my drafts and becoming more and more irrelevant but phoebe made me post it which feels right so whoever runs Julian Baker's Instagram and is gatekeeping the password, don't let her have it. Don't. You How's the archiving going? It. How far have you made it into archiving? I'm doing a pretty good job, I think, as the Internet's resident uh, JB historian. Um, there's there's a very deep folder on my phone that is consuming my storage space slowly. Um that is a, is a well of content that is will be preserved in case it's wiped from the internet. So don't you worry. She was still posting. She was still posting about uh, something or other on her Instagram this this past mm-hmm. week. So she still has got the password, has not wiped completely yet, or she has previously wiped her Twitter account. But um, but yes, RIP to the great photo dumps from Phoebe and Lucy for now. For now. Hopefully and they're just it- archived and they didn't like delete them fully because right. that would would really be a tragic loss i think there, there's some great great stuff great stuff in there the internet does a good job of archiving all that so yeah uh we await we await our long hiatus now of the boys without any new music for now which is going to be a bit of a I mean, bummer but it ended on them, a high note let them have a little rest yeah exactly <laughs> let them go to sleep for a little while <laughs> exactly after touring the freaking world for an entire entire year Mm -hmm. and selling out stadiums in minutes in minutes Mm -hmm. so that that's how the grammys kicked off is with is with boy genius winning the three grammys later on in the evening um was the bomb drop that none of us expected which is when 
Taylor won. There she is. Um, when Taylor won the oh hey, well, look, we got another. Yes. Yes. What do they do? Is it? Where is it? There it is. I plead the fifth. What did I do? You touched your hair. Touched your hair. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna shave my head. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> All right. We got we're two, we have two down already, both from the same column. So that was so rude. I am now three away. From getting bingo on you already. <laughs> did you randomize these or did you skew your board? Because I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit suspicious. Um, there as I kind of got them. So the most likely are up top here, and the ones that are, I kind of came up with later on are down the bottom. So we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think we needed we needed a witness in the room for this because Vegas <laughs> is playing the house advantage right now. <laughs> All right, where the hell was I? Oh, yes, Blondie. Um, <laughs> Who cares, Blondie? <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Taylor Swift wins the award for best pop vocal album. Now, I have a quick story about this, I'm, as I'm sure you do too. So uh, she wins the award. I am preparing for my radio show, Speed Freaks, because the Emmys are going, or Emmys, Jesus, the Grammys are going on at the same time as. Grammys are going on the same time as I'm like preparing for the show and Taylor wins and uh, I record the shows from uh, Kitty and Crash's home studio. And so I go to their house and I'm, I'm there to record the show. And so uh, they have a 10 year old daughter who is like just now becoming a Swifty and becoming a Taylor fan. Shout out. Got to star him young. Um, and so uh, Kenny paused her speech so that way uh, Henley could come up and watch Taylor's acceptance speech. Now, I'm getting a text from in the interim time of the pausing and the replaying of the speech. I got a text from a friend of a friend in a group chat that we have that we're calling. I think we're, we call it Swifties or something like that. And in this text, it's basically a... a something like a wow she did not she, she not it's like wow not rep exclamation exclamation point i was like what the hell is going on so i get up out of my chair and i'm standing up to figure out what the hell is going on and then all of a sudden she announces that we are getting a brand new album ts11 coming out on april 19th called the tortured poets department nailed it and and so i was like in this like momentary haze of like what the hell is going on and so i was delayed in reaction to finding out that she had announced this brand new album now of course my first reaction is to text you because it was kind of late on the east coast but as we had joked like there was like so you had like this you have like this psychic ability to know when when uh mother taylor's like got something cooking mm -hmm. yeah it's it's like my spidey senses like it did not fail me uh, for the Speak Now drop. It did not fail me for the 1989 drop. It did not fail me for this one. It was like the Speak Now drop, I think we were all kind of blind on it because not in, maybe not, but I didn't see as much theorizing and scheming on the internet for that release because I, I don't know if anybody was prepared for the possibility that she would do it at a show. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one where I woke up in the middle of the night, like unprompted, like rose from the dead and was like, something's <laughs> happening. Like just I had a feeling I had an aura. Um, and then there was a drop. And then for the 1989 one, there were just too many things that lined up, I think. And so we stayed awake for that one. She kept coming out in like the blue outfits. We were like, it's happening. And then t- when Taylor Nation goes live, it's over. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I had I had texted Richie about before I went to bed. Uh, and I was like, because I, I have a little focus on my watch. I wear this I wear this to sleep so I don't have to play an alarm and give myself like Vietnam flashbacks in the morning when I wake up. Like, Because this just, it buzzes gently on your wrist until you wake up and turn it off, which is, is perfect. Uh, I don't like the iPhone alarm sound. <laughs> um, so I have a bypass on my watch where it like it mutes all my notifications except the ones that I need for work. And I, I added Richie to it. And I've added Richie to it before on the nights where we think that something might happen. And he knows that he's only supposed to text me in the event of a crisis mm-hmm. because it'll wake me up because it'll you know tap on my wrist. And I was like, okay, I'm putting you on my notifications. It's your responsibility. And sure enough, wake up and it's like tap 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 and it's like jordan ts11 and and in all caps also so like he understood the gravity and the severity of this item but what i will tell you is that i barely recall what i sent you back because i was only about half awake when that (laughs) happened i just sort of like auto responded and i woke up in the morning and like saw that i had added things on my Instagram story. I had liked all the posts. I had texted you back. But I have only the faintest recollection of doing that. And so it was like experiencing all of that all over again in the morning. And I was like scrolling through my camera roll later that day trying to find something. I had the same picture saved like four times because I just don't recall doing it. I just kept hitting save while I was like half awake. So anyway, that tells you how dedicated I am to this. I was I was actively swifty centraling while I was asleep. That's incredible. That's amazing. Mm. I love that. I love that for you. That's incredible. Here's what you said, by the way. Dumb juice. Dumb juice. Here's what you said. So I said uh, all caps, three straight messages in a row, which I usually like don't do. I usually will like. I will put everything in the same text bubble. This mm-hmm. time I did not for some reason because I think I was, was too urgent. excited. It was yes, urgent. Exactly. Yeah. All caps. Jordan. TS11. All caps. April. All caps. Next. What the F? And I get all I get back is, oh God. <laughs> um, I said, tortured poets department. This woman's hold on us. All caps. Like what? Jordan. She is terrifying. Me, all caps, because I just couldn't give all caps mode for some reason. It was important. I can't blame you for that. Uh, we can never sleep, Jordan. Jordan, I'm always asleep when she pulls this. Me, all caps, still never fails. <laughs> Me, I feel like you knew something was coming, too. Jordan, it felt like it. And Aura. So an aura is the one that I have absolutely 0% recollection of sending. I was like, why did I pull that word in particular? Look up the next day. I was like, hello, who is she? Webster's dictionary. I was possessed by the folklore spirit, I guess. And you also called her unhinged blonde lady. I mean, I stand by it, but like in the moment, no, 0%. And then I think I just added a bunch of stuff. Like I added it to my Instagram story and I, I posted it on Twitter 
and I put the caption dial tone for both of them, which like doesn't in hindsight doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But in the moment, <laughs> that is what I was feeling. So I, I stand by that. Jordan can't come to the phone right now. Jordan, yeah, Jordan cannot. She's dead. She's asleep, actually. Oh, here's here's what you posted like in the morning too, which was great. <laughs> After you woke up, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you said Taylor would rather create and release an entire new album than prove any of our theories right, and I think that's just wonderful commitment to the bit. It's true. I was like, she saw everybody clowning for this and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make sure that they're all wrong. That's fine. As you know, it's, me it's being the biggest operates. clown, I was. How many times did I tell you? That Jordan rep's coming. Reputation is coming. She changed her profile to black and white. But she has his clown wig on at all times. There's, I don't know what game this is from, but I like to send you the one that's like, it's like a reaction or something, but it says (laughs) removed stonemason kith's clown makeup. And I'll send it to Richie like every time he does something silly. I'm like, no, no. I like to keep him humble. Some, I mean, somebody has to on this podcast, for God's sake. I know. My ego, my ego is too big. Too big reputation. <laughs> ego is too big. So, yeah. So, she drops the dang album in the middle of the night, completely out of random. And uh, then she goes on later in the night to make history and win her fourth album of the year award. And she's the only person in the history of the Grammys, only band, only artist to ever win four album of the year awards, which is incredible. Incredible. Four times out of her first 10 studio albums. Incredible. Yeah, that is and, that is wild. And my favorite thing about that is um is those those tweets going around of like reactions to some of the other artists in the building, and all of them were like, were like, they all know that they're gonna lose next year. <laughs> Right, it was like when she announced the new album, they were all like, oh my god, did we just lose a whole 365 days in advance? <laughs> what is this? I'm like, this can't, is this allowed? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, she is, she's just operating on another level. I'm excited to see what we get with this album. Have no idea what to expect. Don't know if it's going to be, we don't know who the producers are. We don't know if Jack's coming back, although I'd assume so. We don't know if Mm -hmm. Aaron's involved. We don't know if the sound is going to be similar to Midnight's. We don't know if it's going to be similar to Folklore and Evermore. The aesthetic, the aesthetic I'm getting is very like, like jazzy. I don't know if I mentioned that to you or if I was talking to Corey about that, but it was, the aesthetic is very jazz. It felt very jazzy to me, like very like old school. You like jazz? jazz. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It gives um, but like the track titles are giving like if Lana Del Rey wrote Midnight's. You know what I mean? Like there's some stuff on there that's like, but Daddy, I love him. You're like, did really Taylor's calling a song that? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not saying that's a bad thing um but it is it's like she's been spending too much time with lana but um it's like what would happen if you fused like lana del rey and midnights but i i have a strange feeling that it's either all gonna end up sounding like midnight rain bejeweled like that sort of version off of off of like the more synth pop stuff off of mm-hmm. midnights 
or it could be totally left field like folklore evermore like aaron desner you know fireplace single guitar style writing and just blow us all away my yeah that's my my clown makeup theory (laughs) is that folklore and evermore were not her traditional autobiographical type writing for the most part right right? where the whole idea of folklore was it was folklore so she was writing this story about other people right and the kind of teenage love story with betty and james and inez and etc etc so my theory is that this is like at least part of it is gonna be like a little bit of a sister sister album to those two close off the trilogy great sister act (laughs) (laughs) and and so it's like gonna be folklore and evermore but it's gonna be autobiographical this time instead and the and also folklore nevermore we know that joe wrote some of those songs with taylor as do william we? bowery <laughs> do we allegedly <laughs> but he's credited on the dang thing so he so it would be like a little tie back to like have a song songs on this album that sounds similar to the some of the folklore nevermore stuff is like kind of like a little shiv shiv to the back of our old friend joe be nice to joe everybody by the way please be nice to joe he seems like a very nice yeah like it be nice to him it's okay if you like harbor kind of like a personal ill will about what happened that's okay but don't go like calling him out in public don't be on his social media like saying mean things just keep it to yourself like it's okay if you don't really like him but don't don't yeah don't beat up on him Nobody that's what, ta- that. that's what Taylor would want us to do too. She said that um, before the Speak Now release came out. She was like, hey, cool it, y'all. Cool it. And mm-hmm. for the most part, everybody kind of did outside of the few, the few jokes out there were. All right. Jake Gyllenhaal. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you did it like last week or whenever we were taking those quizzes, you were like down with Jake Gyllenhaal. You're like, all right. Called out, jeez. You were. I'm just saying that did. that that's, did happen. That's so you true. Went, you went straight for that answer choice. You were like, "Boop, that one." Yes, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, and after this has turned into every single episode, the spinoff. Right. One last thing before we move on. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you like the title? I think the title's cool. I sent you. I, I love. I the like logo. the title, but myself and every other Swifty is having a really hard time remembering exactly what it is or separating it from dead poets society uh, it's just there's something that's stuck about the phrasing of that but i think you sent it to me and it was it was at one of her tokyo shows it was like you can call it tortured poets and we were like all right great that's way better because <laughs> she sees us on social media being like the the hash slinging the sash ringing mash slinging <laughs> yes the hash wait the hash slinging slasher <laughs> okay squidward <laughs> she's like oh my god just call it tortured poets you idiots <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen that's our taylor swift boy genius marathon i'm surprised we haven't done like more of that on the show to be honest but i mean we tend to slide a mention in there like every pretty show. much every episode probably but yeah every show uh by the way we are recording on super bowl sunday so superb owl <laughs> So um, Taylor showed up to Vegas with Ice Spice, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was great. 
Such a such a random and Blake Lively I stand by that and yeah and then randomly Blake Lively you're like sure <laughs> add somebody else into the mix I guess. <laughs> All right, let's see. So we got that out of the way. Let's see what else we got here. Um, should we dive dive into what was originally supposed to be our main topic this week? Let's do it. I got I got some stuff prepared for that. I have some things cooked. Our main topic. This week is fear. Fear. Now, Jordan and I have a joke between her and I that uh, I am fearless. Yeah, he's got it highlighted in all caps on the show doc. I also have a text from him saying exactly the same thing. I'm really out to prove him wrong here, but that that's okay. I, we'll, we'll discuss this anyway. This is a probing into my brain to try and figure find out what... I'm fearful of what makes Richie tick. Yeah. It's a surgical intervention. So where are we, where are we starting with this? We have a lot of, we have a lot of bullet points here. Um, you want to start with, let's just, we'll start the basics. Let's start with scary movies. Um, some favorites, early favorites, late favorites. Yes. I have two written down on the doc here, which are the two that I thought of right off the top of my head. Now I'm not Mm -hmm. the biggest like horror movie guy in the world. So it's really hard, really hard to get me to like be scared during a horror movie. There are a lot of good ones, right? But mm-hmm. there are not, it's, I don't watch them and get immediately freaked out. But my two okay. favorites off the top of my head, the original Halloween still kicks ass 40 years later. Yep, it's I like, agree. it's like the perfect horror movie for me because it's like a slasher movie, but it's not, overly bloody mm-hmm. right so it's not like too much of that it is um you don't see much of michael myers for most of the movie right he's always just kind of there in the background that's true right? yeah which like gives it this tension throughout the entire movie and then on top of that john carpenter's score is yeah maybe the greatest of all time the halloween theme genius yeah some of the classic classic horror themes like your your halloween your uh the exorcist is another really good one with like just a very recognizable theme of friday the 13th very recognizable some of those like old horror classics the score was part of what really like added that tension and made them scary because like you said it was before a time where people were using a lot of gore in movies like in psycho he used chocolate syrup and it was all in black and white like and but anyway i could i could tangent on that i love horror movies i'm kind of a horror movie buff but which is funny because i feel like i was like i was a very scared child uh like i used to be afraid of a lot of things that now i really love but it was like exposure therapy to get me to the point where i really liked them like i used to be scared of the haunted mansion as a kid but now it's like one of my favorite rides you know what i mean (laughs) Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, that's so true. Um, some classics that I had: Scream, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, also Halloween, um, Poltergeist. What are you doing? Oh my god! Okay, where's the sound bite I requested? If you're gonna keep doing this to me, <laughs> I got it ready. I got it ready. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that one. I had to track that down specifically for this because like it yep. just fits. That's great. Was it kind of on my fingers? Uh gesture graphics. Did I really did it gesture? Yes, it did. Oh, I didn't notice. I'm I'm so numb to it now. Anyway, <laughs> it hates me. Um because I, I knew that was gonna be on the list. So I was like, I'm just not gonna do that. Uh derailing. Um poltergeist, also a really good one. Um fun, not fun, but like movie trivia about poltergeist <laughs> choosing my words carefully um for the i don't know if you've ever I, don't, I think you've seen it but the scene in the backyard where like all of the bodies are like washing up in in the rain in the pool you cannot double bingo me oh, um it's already off yeah. they used some i think some of the skeletons and stuff were real and they didn't tell that actress so it's like also very scary but like that came under some fire for it. There's there's some of those old movies that like have I think Poltergeist is specifically one that they name, but it's like the the set was cursed or like the act the cast felt like it was cursed. Um that's a fun little rabbit hole for probably our Halloween episode in another time. Um The Blair Witch Project, uh one of the OG like found footage horror ones. I won't say it's necessarily like as scary now as it was for people back then i guess because i think we've we've become really desensitized to it like all of our horror movies now are like big jump scares big budget big gore big demons and paranormal stuff but like the scariest part of the blair witch thing is the like the unknown like it's all found footage and like you don't you don't know what's coming kind of like what you mentioned about halloween how he's just sort of around but you don't always see him in the background um so there's that there's that tension. I remember there. when that movie first came out mm-hmm. and it was a big thing on and it was talked about in the news and everything. And I was yeah. pretty young. I was only I like, think, I think it was, some people thought that it was real. It was real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that's what I remember most about it is I obviously I don't I've never seen it, but I remember when it first came out, that was a talk, which is like because they would show trailers and stuff like that on TV or or trailers before other movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, that's what I thought. I thought it was real. I thought it was like a documentary when I was eight yeah. years old when it first came out. Yeah, the way that it was filmed was, I, I think, really kind of pioneering for the time. And now we have a lot of stuff that's like found footage, but still. Um, modern horror, The Conjuring, the first one, and not the, I don't know, what are we on? Spinoff number four or five or something now. But the first Conjuring I saw in theaters and I still think about that movie sometimes, which is kind of horrifying, like how how deeply it is imprinted on my psyche that like I was afraid of waking up at like 3.07 a.m. or whatever the time was in the movie that like all the clocks stopped at. I was like, something bad's going to happen um, to this day. But like the first Conjuring, um, the the Strangers, that's another really good one, but it's like a home invasion one. Um Sinister is really good. That's like the that's also kind of a found footage. I'm gonna have to put all these on my list. I don't know if you've seen that one. I'll, I've never I'll put seen, them on your seen, list. I haven't seen any list, of these. I haven't seen uh, any. Sinister is with uh, Ethan Hawke, um, who recently did his own in the the Black Phone. He did his own horror film. Um, but Sinister is really good. It's like a sort of a found footage, but it's like through like old movie reels. And there's like a demon that's like attached to that. that I'm not going to give too much away, but that one is really, really scary. Um, and I think I said the nun. 
not the second one, I'm sorry to say, but that one was really scary because I think I texted you about it, but I saw that one alone in an empty theater, The Nun 2, and it was like, prepare to die because I bought a ticket for this. I bought a ticket for this. I'm going to derail like a week in advance or something like enough time where somebody else should have purchased a ticket to this movie. <laughs> it was like opening weekend, too. It wasn't like right. I saw it like two months after the release, but I was like, somebody else has got to be in this movie with me. Right. 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 And then it kept getting closer to like the day of it was like the morning of there was no one in the theater with me. And it's such a scary experience when you're sitting dead center in a theater to, you know, watch a horror movie by yourself. And then all the lights go down and you're like, there could be I should have I should have planned this better. But I was like, there could be someone behind me right now. There could be someone in front of me like it's pitch black. So that's like adding to the experience of the whole thing. Like the movie itself was like so so. But the the experience I'd recommend everyone experiences at least one horror movie all by yourself in a movie theater. Can't say I've I've um, taken advantage of that. What about um, I thought about adding these other two, and then while mm-hmm. we were talking, I kind of thought of them. Um, um, the Jordan Peele Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm. Yep, both very good. Um, mm-hmm. Us, I think of the well, I don't know. Get Out is really really good, but I think Us is my favorite of the two. Us is if like I, actually legit scary. Yeah, it's Us like- is legit scary. We had a. My my roommate Aaron and I, uh, we went to Halloween Horror Nights at uh, Universal Hollywood. Uh, we went like two separate years, but the first year we went, they had an us maze, and so like a bunch of the the scare actors were dressed like the tethered. Mm-hmm. And I have never probably screamed so much as in like that maze. And then there was there was one other that year that was like Pandora's Box or something. Love Horror Nights, by the way. Now. But I, I'll talk about this later. But as a child, same thing. Exposure therapy hated haunted houses. Hated, absolutely hated. Was terrified. I was like, I will not, will not be doing this. <laughs> cannot, cannot get me into this. If I even so much see something scary, not going in it. I almost got a sweatshirt one time. I told my mom about this. I it was like a bribe, and I was like, I want this. It was, we were in like Niagara Falls. I was like, I want this Niagara Falls hoodie. She's like, okay, I'll buy it for you. You got to go in this haunted house. And it was like Frankenstein's curse. And it was like the lightning, like the lightning and thunder. It was like, boom, and like kind of dark. And I was like, it's not worth the hoodie. I'm good. Chicken door, I'm out. So that, and then the other one I thought of was um, the first, like the newer version of it, part one. Mm-hmm. Also very good. Also very good. Also very good. Yeah, the I don't know if you've ever read the book, but that thing is like 700 pages long or something crazy. Like it's a massive novel, but that was really good. The original was really good too. The Tim Curry Pennywise, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. good. Uh, so I'll, I didn't. I'll put those on the on there as well. So there mm-hmm. you go. That's a pretty good list. Half of which I haven't seen, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll I'll add them to your list right after you watch. Saturn. I did. I did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, don't don't you dare. No, I didn't put that on there. I should have though. I should have. Okay. I should have. I do have three open spaces, so I could I could have put it on there, but you put three uh, open spaces? There's free open space? Sp- no, there's not it's not a free space. It's, it's free just real on estate? there. It's on there. <laughs> it's it's on, it's it's free real estate. It's it's on, <laughs> it's on there because 
<laughs> because I need to just in case so I can addend, you know, I can add on as we go along. There's no know? addendums after you bingo. That's cheating the board. <laughs> Guys, he's cheating. Mom, Richie's cheating. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a lot of I have um, real quick before you move on to other stuff. Mm. Um, I did try and watch a horror movie recently, mm-hmm. and um, it was the newer Evil Dead that I think came out last year, right? Oh, very gory, very bloody. Um, and I hated it, not because mm-hmm. it was scary, but because it it was just bad. I was like, this is stupid. I yeah, and I love the, like, the the original Evil Deads are great because they're like yeah. kind of they're it's Sam Raimi, so they're done Raimi, in like yep. a it's hilarious man it's funny like the gore is mm-hmm. funny right even the even the kind of rebooted version that came out about a decade ago um that one was actually pretty good too that was entertaining too but um mm-hmm. but this newer one was ass terrible not good couldn't no, get watch like 30 minutes of it and was like why am i watching this this is stupid and then i moved mm-hmm. on anyway i digress let's let's move on i have some show and tells here so i want to i want to make sure we get to this because we're about 20 minutes away from kickoff of uh the super bell tonight so i want to get i want to get to we are going to our neighbor sean's to watch the superb owl <laughs> The greatest owl of all time. Beepy paper. Yeah, love. Love Nandor. Nandor the Relentless. Um, you sent me a picture earlier, and you you said you had a great story about it. So I'll bring it up in just a second, but please, please explain. This is, this is such a cursed image. I'm so sorry. Bring it up. Here we go. There mm, it is. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You know, what can what can I say to convey just how thoroughly creepy and likely haunted this object is? Um, that for oof, for our audio listeners, I'm going to recommend that you go look this up on YouTube. But this is my mom's doll. Um, I don't know if it has a name, but I feel like if it does, I don't want to invoke it anyway. So I'm not going to say it. Um, this doll has been around for quite a lot of years, and I don't know whether it, like, was in her family or something like that, but anyway, the scariest part about it is the way that it looks (laughs) and the way that it is, but it also sits on a really high shelf in my mom's closet. We don't have, like, a display case for it or anything, but, uh, when I texted this picture to Richie, um, what did I say exactly? I said... Will you please add will you please add my mom's scary doll to our content for today? And he replies in all caps, what is that? No. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fill you in, but it gets worse. So here's how it gets worse is for a lot of years, especially the majority of my formative years of childhood, this doll had no eyes. And it is as bad as you think it is. <laughs> because it was like... My cousin, Matt, I guess, is the culprit. But anyway, there were uh, male members of my family that poked the eyes in on this doll as a way to, like, mess with my mom or something like that. Or, you know, just were children and, like, did it or whatever. But for the longest time, this thing had no eyes. And it sat on this high, dark (laughs) shelf in the closet. And I would, like, walk in to get something and just, like, perceive the doll out of the corner of my eye. I was like, that thing comes alive at night. You cannot convince me it doesn't. Not a big fan. Like, if you 
if you or someone you know collects dolls, pick a different hobby. I'm I'm dead serious. Pick a different hobby because those things are creepy. No one should have that in their home uh, or anywhere near them. It's like this was one of the things I listed on my rational fears. It's like dolls, but also like audio animatronics, like animatronic dolls. Like it's a small world. Those come alive at night. You're going to look me in the eyes and tell me that that thing with its little mechanical chompers does not come alive at night and bite children that they leave in the attraction after hours? (laughs) The reason that that ride breaks down sometimes is because they have to go fish the dolls out of the water when they escape containment. Like, I'm dead serious. I don't know. Night night at the museum? Yeah, (laughs) night at the museum, but scary. No, I can't. I can't do that. I don't don't like dolls don't get don't get dolls don't have dolls don't be in a household with people that have dolls they come alive at night (laughs) did you see the story from i think this was about two years ago now where there was a beach in texas the the beach that makes you old why was that my first thought (laughs) the m night Shyamalan movie oh yeah yeah i remember (laughs) that trailer i remember seeing that trailer (laughs) the beach there's a beach in texas where there were these like dismembered doll parts were washing up on this beach uh, in texas no and nobody knew why and so john oliver ended up buying these parts haunted there's a whole market on ebay where you can buy like haunted dolls you can. It's like a probably cursed object, and you can buy them. <laughs> oh no! my god! Here we go. I gotta show you this picture. Gotta oh. show you this picture. Ugh. Oh please, yes. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's like a full video though. But oh no, I'm so scared. Actually, yeah. Let's just watch the video because it's kind of no, fun. Here we go. Let's not watch yeah. the video. Yeah, let's watch the video. It's fun. Mm. I promise it'll be fun. <laughs> All right, where's the audio? Here we go. Searchers have been puzzled for years after finding countless creepy dolls on the beach. There's one right there. Adding Why to the is she smiling? Why is that They say there are miracles and other marine life no! found growing out of the dolls' heads. Usually native to the beach. While the beach stewards are particularly amused by the dolls, they say they find all sorts of interesting treasures on the beach, including messages in bottles, which is cool. The message in the bottle says, you will die in seven days. Put that back. <laughs> Officials say they aren't sure where the dolls are coming from, but there's no sign of stopping them anytime soon. <laughs> look at them. They're kind of adorable. No, don't look at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Also... Literally have shivers. It's me covering my face, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. Anyway, um, the island of the dolls is a real thing. In case you wanted a spook, like Ghost Adventures did an investigation there, but like other paranormal teams, I think it might be in Mexico, but like it's actually like very haunted, and it's very Blair Witch Project. Like there's dolls like in Mm -hmm. strung up in trees and everywhere, and like some of them are more (laughs) haunted than others, and they have like spider webs on them, and like you. There's no amount of money that you could pay me to get me to set foot on that island. Like I'm realizing as I as I assembled my list that I have a lot of fears of like inanimate objects that are very humanoid shaped, like dolls, like 
wax figures, like statues. You can't gesture me again. No, no, no. I was scared mentioning that you were scared of wax figures. That's such garbage. We literally planned the theme for this week. You baited me into this. I'm no, I'm throwing. I a didn't red flag mention on it. That. You were the one who mentioned it, so it counts. No, you know what? You're now red two... flag on that. Oh, yes. No. And that's another. Yes. Yes. That's another okay. one, too. So yes. you have to take. No, here's the deal. You have to take back one of those bingo things if you can adequately articulate to me that you weren't also afraid of the weeping angels. Uh, they're creepy. They were one of my favorite. They were one of my favorite um, Doctor Who monsters. One yeah, of my you, some of the best episodes of the entire series. Gotta take they're creepy. Back. If if Wasn't you can scared? watch no. the angels they're take creepy? Manhattan yes. with, if you could watch any of those episodes without being unsettled, you don't have a heart. I'm that's sorry. what I said. They're creepy. They're very or creepy. A brain. Yes. Anyway, no wax figures. Not okay. Like, don't make a wax likeness of a person and then like put it in the dark. Like, don't. Like, my worst experience ever was, like, the Salem Witch Museum in in Salem because they have this whole, like, underground basement area and it's full of wax figures and it's very poorly lit and it's very scary and they definitely walk around at night. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. The Giles Corey wax thing comes to life. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And all of this is very like objectively funny if you knew me because at some point in my life I wanted to be a paranormal investigator. But if you hear any of this about me, you're like, this person has too many fears to go and chase ghosts for a living. It's like, no, as long as it's not like a humanoid shaped inanimate object, we're good. But you're good. <laughs> we're good. Don't even sweat it. We're so good. But if my, I see a see statue out of the corner of my eye in the dark, you're on your own. I'm done. My my fa my favorite part of this is you are a enjoyer of the haunted houses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I have never been. I've never been to a haunted house at all. So I am fearless, as we've already mentioned on the show. No, um, having no experience doesn't mean that you're fearless. It means that when we go, I'm putting you in the front and then telling everyone when you scream like a baby. Ah, uh, no, there will be no screaming. Hmm, no. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No, because here's the thing. I don't, I'm not, if, if I do, if I do get scared, if I do, it's, I don't, it's not an audible thing. It's more of a, oh God, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> you can, no, defend yourself into a corner all you want. I'm looking forward to proving you wrong. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. We were, I know we tried to plan it a couple years ago and I was like trying to convince my mm -hmm. friends to go with us and they, they weren't down to go. Um, yeah, so I think we, we got to get everybody out to Horror Nights because that is like by far the best experience. See, I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know. That's, we got to oh, do baby steps. We, now we're putting rules on it. Okay. We got to do baby steps. We got to do baby steps. Can, you just can't can handle that. Me. I'm fearless, but I don't know if I can handle that. You can't just throw me into the bus like that and be like, hey, let's go. Richard, are you fearless or are you fearless? Oh, yes. 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 This podcast isn't fun anymore. I'm hanging out. My name is Zach Bacons. I never believed one, in ghosts. One, two, until three, I came four, five, six. One. I've counted seven already. But did you get a bingo? No. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Whatever. Halloween Horror Nights. I will do it. 
I will do it, but I probably won't be happy about it because it's like, it's like learning, learning anything, like learning how to ride a bike. You don't start out like going out on a full two wheel bike. You got to put on some training wheels first before you learn. Look, if you're so I feel a like baby I need bird, to like, if you're a baby bird, like, sometimes you're going to get pushed out of the nest. That's just how life works. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be me. This is going to be me. Like if we, this is Darwinism. When we go, when we go to, um, horror nights, um, I'm just going to go like this. <clears throat> Oh, so you, you can no, you can try and hide, but it won't help you. I can tell you from experience, it won't help you. Like this. If you're in, if you're in the front, if you're in the back, if you're in the middle, it won't help you. Hide, hide my, hide my face, hide my face. No. No. <laughs> All right, we have we got to get ready to wrap this up here. We had a couple of things on. Oh dang it, I lost my the stupid chart. We had um some things listed on here. I was gonna, I have a screenshot for you. And I want you to tell me if it is, um, if this is like, if I'm crazy or for, for crazy for doing this or not. Um, okay. So p- please enjoy this. I, cause I, this week I thought about this. I was like, I'm an, this is bad. This is going to give people like hives or like the give them. It's going to, yes, exactly. This is like, yeah. this is, re- you have to tell me if this is a red flag or not. So I took okay. a screenshot of my desktop and how cluttered it is. <laughs> oh, dear God. So, I know this is going to give me the, yeah, air. this is, this is earlier this week. That's my desktop. That's what my desktop looks like. Um, so how do I accurately articulate this um anytime richie wants to find something on his desktop he has to play minesweeper in order to get to it (laughs) it's like in order to access uh your documents the you must first solve my riddles three like what is your favorite color (laughs) right right you're like what do you call a cow with three legs (laughs) What do you call a cow with two legs? And they're just all different questions. <laughs> what do you call? Hey, what do you call a cow with no legs? Serious question. Uh. uh. Ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have dad jokes. On the. Uh... Well, yeah, that's really your fault. Um, I have a question for you, by the way. Um, I'll give you I'll give you my question first that I told you this is it's not directly related but I was watching the Brittany Broski the Broski report um, and she had posted a little highlight of her she was like looking at um, medieval I didn't watch the whole episode but somehow they got onto medieval torture devices I don't know (laughs) if you're familiar with the concept of being drawn and quartered of course yes right so it's literally this is also a wax museum thing because the tower of london had some really scary wax figures about medieval torture but anyway the it's like they tie each of your limbs to like a horse and then send the horses off in four different directions until all of your limbs pop off um (laughs) my question was and this is maybe my dumb juice kicking in but i had the thought where it was like at some point prior to the limbs popping off would that not be like the best stretch of your life (laughs) like would that not feel really good to just like put a little traction on your joints for a minute anyway um the actual question i have for you before i let you regroup from this is um 
I have a I have a possible ick for you. Is mm-hmm. this submission comes from one of our own, uh, our friend Scotty, um, who wants to know for the people: Is it normal oh, no. to blow out your birthday candles while people are singing "Happy Birthday" to you without letting <laughs> them finish doing it? Just in the middle of the song, is that normal or is that an ick? Or like, please just explain yourself here for the court. Uh, well, <laughs> first of all, I did not know this was a rule. All right. I did not what know that was a... Know it was a rule. Yeah, it's not. I can do whatever I want. It's my birthday. I can blow out the candles. You can like, where is that rule written? Is that I'm not going to I'm not going to go to jail for that. No, but that's a, that's an unspoken life rule. <laughs> like you don't just decide one day to turn left at a red light because there's no one around and you can do whatever you want. I would also like to point out that it wasn't an actual birthday cake. This this was it was go. a delicious key lime pie, and so I had a key, like key lime pie, and the waitress mm-hmm. brought and put a candle in it. And it was a, and she like lit it up, and it was adorable. And it was cute, and everybody was singing happy birthday to me, and I was like, oh, I didn't. It took me a second to realize that they were singing happy birthday to me, and I didn't realize that they were type of thing. Like I just like went like catatonic for a second i think at the from the bright light of the flame of the of the candle i didn't want the candle you turned into a moth i didn't <laughs> i didn't want the candle to like melt onto the delicious key lime pie that i was about to eat and so yeah i just i blew the candle out i don't like fire what do you no no i can't reach my red flag but i would be waving it frantically if i did just if your friends are singing happy birthday to you, don't blow out your candle in the middle of that episode. <laughs> that's just a that's just a social norm. <laughs> I yeah, I can't do that with you today. The defense rests. Scotty did say the, prosec- he was gonna, the prosecution rests, actually. Scotty sorry. warned me he was going to 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 send that to you. And so oh, I should have yeah, known this did. was coming. He's like, please include this on the next episode of the podcast. Um, so I felt like I had to do that. Now that I've been officially roasted and the podcast is officially over, friendship ended for real. You say friendship ended like every episode and we're still going somehow. So whatever. Can't take anything you say seriously. The producers, the producers love us enough to keep us going despite little fractures in the network. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're actually plugs from the network and we're doing so well that they can't shut the show down now, but we actually hate each other behind the scenes. Yep. So true. This isn't this entire show is an act. <laughs> Literally. And then as soon as we turn it off, we're like, oh my God, thank God to talk to that guy for a week. This is fantastic. As I text Richie something stupid literally every single day. <laughs> every day. Every day. All right, everybody. The super bow is about to kick off. We are under an hour of the show, which is terrific for this is gonna be the fifth time in 10 podcasts. We're actually gonna go out on time. Follow us wherever you may get your social media at OHOBCPod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, thanks for the shirt for my birthday. Speaking of birthdays. Oh, yeah. You're so welcome. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Um, congratulations to the Boy Genius for winning their three Grammy Awards. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Taylor for winning her two Grammy Awards. And congratulations to the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Take care.